Doug and Marty versus the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. Yep, uh, there's nothing to talk about. We might as well just end the program now, brother. Of course, I'm kidding. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And we are grateful for you to join us, tuning in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. or listening to the podcast afterwards, Doug. We appreciate you all. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that um, the amount of feedback that we're getting that people actually listen to us, which is always a surprise to me because (laughs) I don't know, we're kind of a little bit goofy, but did you watch the live from Australia event back on Thursday night, brother? Did you watch that live from Australia, the kangaroo court? Actually, it was live from Washington, D.C., brother, on eight different networks talking about, you guessed it, insurrection. Yeah, because uh, the election's coming, right? And when you, you have nothing else <laughs> to stand on and you are getting your butt handed you. <laughs> yeah, they they just want to put Donald Trump in jail because you know what? They know someone's coming back. All this stuff's going to, you know, and I think let's just paint a broad picture here, brother. Mm-hmm. Let's say Donald Trump does come back to the White House like Grover Cleveland did. You know, Grover mm-hmm. Cleveland was like, skip the term. He didn't. He actually won the majority uh, the second time he ran, but the Electoral College um he lost and then but he ran again the following uh time and mm-hmm. he won and so grover cleveland was the only president in u.s history to serve two non-consecutive terms and looks like that history may repeat itself but let's just for a moment imagine okay imagine with me brother that donald Trump comes back to the white house do you think he's going to be as naive as he was last time brother <laughs> <laughs> or do you think heads History, are going to roll, brother? I think, well, I'd be se- severely, um, I'd be disappointed if he came back and it was the same. I think he's coming in now with full eyes, eyes wide open, uh, experience behind him. Uh, his back has been scarred and protected. And you understand how the swamp works. He's exposed them for what they were before. Um, they retaliated and there's, they won't stop. And we've seen this, this, this onslaught nonstop, you know, uh, indictments and, and impeachments, even when they had no shred of evidence, no legal uh, or constitutional path forward, they still did it. Um, the world be damned, so to speak. And then look what's happening with what their their agenda has been exposed on the worldwide stage across America. And people are sick of it. Even people that thought they were Democrats are sick of it. So I, I think when he comes back to your point, Doug, um, he's going to come back and said, OK, we've been put back in here to make things right. All of you have been, that have exposed yourself to want this leftist agenda need to go. I, I don't think he'll be nice about it either. And, I be, and there better be Republicans like you that said, yep, we are here with a mandate from the American people to clean house, to clean the swamp, to eradicate, to expose, to indict, to prosecute, and to clean up all of this wickedness that um, is being portrayed literally for the world and for the heavens to see, if you will. You know, I just uh, you you used the word 
mandate, which of course I recoil at that mm-hmm. word, but you use it in the right way because we, the people, the, the all political power, according to the Washington state constitution resides mm-hmm. in the people. Mm-hmm. And so our power to say what's right and wrong. So if you want to talk about an insurrection brother, then you need to talk about what the government is doing, getting out of the consent of the government, right? Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. gotten the real insurrection on January 6th. I mean, worse thing since Pearl Harbor. Are you kidding me? How many 3,000 something died mm-hmm. at Pearl Harbor? Worse than 9 11, three, you know, 3,500, whatever died 9 11. Mm-hmm. Who died at, who d- died on January 6th? Just a, a five foot tall protester. Uh, Bab- Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Yep. Ashley yep. Babbitt. And, yep. um, you know, and then CBS has the gall to go on the news and say that five police officers were killed uh, as a result of January 6th, which is an absolute fabrication. Nothing right. happened. Nothing of the sort happened. And so they don't care. They unashamed. Mm-hmm. They unashamedly lie. And and they actually did you know that they actually hired a former ABC uh, entertainment producer to produce this primetime ratings disaster. <laughs> I did, brother, I didn't watch it. I, I, I didn't I was watch like, it either. No, I don't have any interest in hearing how all Trump supporters are uh, deserving of death. Even you know? from a journalistic pr- perspective, it wasn't worth watching because we know what it is. It's a circus. It's a failed attempt by those, those that are in cahoots. Uh, cahoots is an old term for those that are in bed together. Um, for those that are listening, I'm joking here. Well, when you know, we've been talking about literally for Trump been saying it since uh, 2016, and we've been saying it probably before that, that the mainstream media or media in general, major corporate media uh, is in bed with the political left. And so you see this, they are, they carry the water, whatever talking point it is, they, they broadcast it across their thousands of stations, the same, even the same um, news reports, the same slant, the same spin. Well, now you have a lot of times the same this. exact words. Exactly right. And uh, now you have them uh, do the same thing, just a, a grander stage. They're, they're into Hollywood uh, trying to um, paint this picture to scare people from not voting, to not switching sides, if you will, to hate Trump because they're deathly afraid of the truth of someone that is not a political animal, if you will, coming back. And they're afraid of the American people, the American people, the 80 million people that honestly did vote for Donald Trump and the, probably the 20 more a million more people that right now will vote for Donald Trump if he comes back. Um, but it's not just that it's about the fact that they see all the stuff with critical race theory, all the stuff with DEI in corporate America, all the woke isms, uh, how everything as, as Donald Trump says, if you go woke, go broke, you are destroying the very foundation of the, everything we believe in as America, family, family values, marriage, schools, education. And now we're seeing what's been done or has been done for to our kids we see crime running rampant because they don't enforce the laws and actually encourage um, uh, crime uh, to diminish um, police officers and only the police officers that stay behind that will follow orders are, are in place it really if you have a perspective of history you see this as intentional this is re- history repeating itself it's like and i it's said really time- two years yeah. ago this is yeah. it man this is the takedown yep. of america that's it's, it's- we need to come together now and save the republic. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to stand up now and fight. And and the courage that uh, I'm starting to see from the pulpit is mm-hmm. encouraging me. And, um, you know, did you see um, this last week, brother, mm-hmm. uh, at least one person, maybe two, 
at Joel Olstein's church in Lakewood took off their clothes, stripped of their underwear and was shouting, you know, my body, my choice. Joel, you know, Joel Olstein is like, I mean, he's pretty soft, bro. He's like, hey, God loves you. And, you know, no matter what you're facing, he wants to get you through. That's a good message. I like right. every now and he's, then I listen to Joel Olstein radio on Sirius because it's, it's always an uplifting message. But he's not a political guy. Right. I mean, he has mm-hmm. had political people at Lakewood. So I do give him that he's had, you know, congressional candidates and stuff come in. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, he's not preaching about abortion. He's not preaching about build the wall. Marriage. He's not preaching about yeah. marriage. Um, he's, he's, he's really preaching, you know, kind of a Billy Graham almost kind of message. Right. But, um, but you know what they're, they don't care, right. They're coming after you anyway. So you might as well just pick a side because you cannot duck this pastors. You can't hide from this. (laughs) I love this too. You and I had talked about this off the air yesterday about this, that's that event. And the fact that you can't appease a bully or those that want to destroy you. You can't appease those that want to kill your family and your values. Um, we've seen it. Oh, just this and no more Then they want more. And then, then at first it's like, well, accept us. Okay, fine. Then uh, celebrate us. Okay. Then mandate us. No, no, no. That's the mandate. And then let us have your kids. And exactly. Us, right. Yeah, whatever. And, and so uh, those that are trying to go along to get along to fit into culture, if you will, not rock the boat, um, be friends with the devil, if you will, while trying to preach a message, um, they're coming for you. It, it, you know, it's, it's like these corporate, uh, this is like corporate CEOs. Like you have the uh, um, the guy that owns the basketball team. Was it Mark Cuban? Um, and he's a billionaire. But he's a lefty, right? But you can see a lot of people like him that are lefties because they know that they'll leave them alone for a while. They'll give Bill, them Bill money. Maher, they'll talk to points. Huh? Bill Maher. Yeah, Bill Maher, right? And, until um, the left will always turn on you. They'll always come after you. It's they always just, eat their own too, right? Exactly. It's, right, it's like but, the Bible, right? When yeah. they when they couldn't defeat Israel, what do they do? They started fighting each other. They started mm-hmm. killing each other off. It was um, – you know, and now we're beginning to see this kind of thing. But what we're also seeing is, and you and I experienced this, and I talked about this mm-hmm. many times, but we experienced it in the past, uh, just a couple of years ago at Olympia or at the fence with the National Guard guarding mm-hmm. the People's House in Olympia, Washington, and how they they manhandled us and got tried to get rid of us. But when we fought back, we won, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so that's that. That's the other side of this thing is that. The Constitution is still the supreme law of the land. Now, somebody on CNN this last week came out and openly said what they're thinking. We need to repeal the Second Amendment. What do you think about that, brother? Wow. That Second Amendment kind of tired and old. You know, it's funny. What's that in your pocket, brother? Are you just happy to see me or you got a you got a gun in there? I got a got a uh, (laughs) personal carry. Right. And so it's I saw something the other day and it was put in the perfect ways. Uh, we don't have a first amendment, right? We don't have a second amendment, right? We have rights that come from God that can't be That's taken right. away or given by God. So good. Um, they're codified so that we know that these are enumerated in a way that, hey, back off. But we have more rights than that that are given by God. So this idea that you can take away one or this one or that one, no, all of it. We were given God-given rights to life, God-given rights to property, God-given rights to protect all that we own life, liberty, and property, right? So all that is encompassed in our um, um, amendments and so forth, but those are coming from God. So literally our right to defend ourselves against those that would take our property, our family, our life, and against governments, tyrannical governments, is already 
given to us, but it's codified in the Washington State Constitution and the, the U.S. Constitution for that very purpose. So this idea that, oh, we don't need it, it's, it's passe, so we don't need a, lot, a right to life either. We don't need a right to property either. This is all those things that, no, no, yeah, government is not God. And it needs to be put back in its place. Uh, it is subservient to the people. And the people have allowed elected officials in the past to basically transfer their power to unelected bureaucracies that are controlled by who? These mega corporations. And so you have this thing where we're not, the people are in charge. It's time for the people to take back power. All of us. Yes. Uh, if we, um, you know, if you read the Bible, right? Let, let's let's just let's just back up to the like kind of the basics, you know. So America was considered and actually even ruled by the Supreme Court many years ago that America is a Christian nation, mm -hmm. right? And this attack mm -hmm. on all things Christian, right, mm -hmm. is is really what's behind this thing. And so Christians can't can't run from this that's not in our dna mm -hmm. right the christians the the righteous the bible says are bold as lions mm -hmm. and um you know and we've we've got to do our part though we we need to partner with god right god mm -hmm. god has called us sons and daughters and he's also called us a nation of kings you know the only rank in the kingdom is the king right he's mm -hmm. king of kings that means you're a king marty i mm -hmm. hate to say that king marty king marty Priest uh kings, king right. doug whatever king King Lori, King Susie. Yes. Um, and so we have this, this um, mandate from God to, to occupy until he comes, right? We need to come. We need to be salt. We need to be light. We need to do what we need to do. Jesus himself said, do you have any swords? And, and Peter said, yeah, we got a couple of swords. And so well, that's enough. You got, you yeah. got some, you're good. Yeah. But why would Jesus want them to arm themselves if he didn't expect them to use it? Now, he, Peter got out of line because mm -hmm. Jesus needed to go to the cross and stuff like that. But we, there's God's we, timing. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you, and then this idea, brother, that Christians are not supposed to be involved in politics. I mean, this is like the, that's from the pit of hell, brother, because the Bible is full of politics, kingdoms, and intrigue, and stuff like that. I mean, if people would just read their Bibles, brother. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no kidding. The, the scripture is full of how God prepares his people. They go through times to prep, uh, preparation to take ground, to beat, defeat the enemy, to uh, defeat the enemy of the Israelites, the, uh, Judea, and so forth, but also to defeat the, the, the spiritual enemy, enemy as well. You were talking about the uh, the attack on Christianity in America, and the first thing that popped into my spirit and my and my mind is the, the scripture where God's talking about the the wise man built his house on the foundation, right on rock, on Jesus, right on on Christianity, and the winds came and the storms came and the house stood, right. Uh, yet the foolish man, right, built his house on sand, and then the wind came and destroyed everything. Think about what's that. If you're destroying the foundations of this nation, the values of this nation, destroying the, our, our biblical roots, destroying the, the very core commandments, if you will, the belief in God and uh, orchestratedly, then uh, um, 
undercutting the next brick layer, which is the family, um, um, that breaking down the father homes, uh, destroying the generational transfer of wealth and knowledge and, and worship and so forth. Then you break down the very idea of male and female uh, to the point where there, there's no building blocks left, right? So you're on sand. This is literally the plan of the enemy, the spiritual enemy, and those that are in alignment with the spiritual enemy to take down America, to your point. And I want to, I saw a story, I want to bring this up. Uh, it ties in here. Uh, I think you'll like this. Uh, not like the story itself, but what I saw in it. And Newsmax has a story out there. It's about um, the headline grabs you. It says Kremlin arrests Russian priest for telling wartime soldiers they're going to hell. You know, and at first, you know, it catches my eye and your eye because we're like, okay, how is this thing? And then what it is, is this Russian uh, Orthodox priest was go out there and he's been preaching the, the gospel and basically saying, if you have aggression, if you're attacked an unarmed neighbor, Ukraine, um, you're not going to heaven. And it says, uh, it's, it's not a holy war. And apparently the head of the Orthodox, Russian Orthodox church, uh, sided with Putin and had like nationally said that this is Russian land and it's a holy war to go destroy Ukraine, so to speak. And this guy's like, no, no, it's not. In fact, if you believe that, you know, you're not going to heaven. It goes on. right there. And he put a video out months ago, like in March. Well, Russia came in and passed new legislation that says that if they put out anti-Russian um, aggression, things like this, any religious type things that um, they're calling false information, sounds like in America, that they'll put you in jail. Well, they went back retroactively. So like we are here, if you just said something that was in vogue, whatever it is, 30 years ago, but now you're grilled to the um, frying pan, if you will, through culture, cancel culture, right? Well, they're doing it from a government perspective in Russia. Here's this priest who said something that um, they don't like because it's telling the military saying, hey, don't believe this stuff. This is not holy. In fact, if you do this, you know, your eternal soul is in there. So they went in and arrested this pastor, this priest, confiscated his phone, his equipment, uh, everything. Um, and so you think this, this is a way for them to shut down any kind of um, opposition, if you will, and, and label it disinformation so here's and retroactively so we're seeing these seeds of this doug play out here they don't have the power russia does over their citizens because they haven't disarmed us yet second amendment uh, they haven't had the power because there's still a remnant of, of christians that are fighting there's a remnant of 80 million if you will that are patriotically motivated um, but you see them trying to move into what you see in just another a nation across the world that are actually doing it uh, full-throated. What do you think, brother? Oh, you don't even have to go over across the world. Yeah, brother. I know. Just go across the northern border. I think it's time to invade Canada again, brother. Yep. <laughs> and restore the rights of, you know, they don't have a second amendment, but they have a right to keep and bear arms. They mm -hmm. have a, a charter of rights uh, for Canadians, kind of very similar to our uh, Bill of Rights. And now they're introducing Justin Trudeau, um, Botox man, uh -huh. um, cool hair guy uh, in Canada saying, no, no more handguns uh, transferred, whatever. You're kind of grandfathered in, but I mean, how long? Right. right. It's like right. Australia, right? They disarmed Australia, disarmed New Zealand, and they both suffered eternal lockdowns with no recourse. Mm -hmm. And um, now hopefully they're going to run for office and they're going to restore 
themselves. I believe that we are on the edge of a restoration, but this is a battle. This is a civil war. And now it seems to be kind of heating up. I've said in the past as a cold civil war, but I think it's heating up and this disinformation uh, you know, that that thing didn't go away. The 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 Department of Homeland Security disinformation, uh, misinformation governance board did not go away. They put it on pause, brother. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's still there, it's still hovering. And, you know, this is one of those things that's gonna happen in the 2023 uh, congressional session. Um, you know, they talk about defunding the police and I am, I'm for defunding Homeland Security. I'm for defunding the FBI. As long as they're going to turn the tools of surveillance that we created to protect the American public when they turn it against it. So we have now we have the secret police, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you've got, um, this guy running for governor in Michigan, brother. Now, you know, Michigan governor, she's like a basket case, right? Mm -hmm. She ain't going to win the leading guy her leading opponent this last week was arrested put in handcuffs and leg irons at the airport publicly humiliated for a misdemeanor by the fbi um as an as a way to you know Mm -hmm. if you can't win what do you do you attack your political opponents you smear them, slander them, you arrest them. So this is a very dangerous uh, situation. And I think, you know, honestly, brother, we got to be willing to go to jail. We've got mm-hmm. to be willing to do this. You know, Art Pulowski up in Canada, dude, he's mm-hmm. just, he just got out. He's still under house arrest. He's still under, uh, uh, in, in a lot of trouble, but he's still preaching. And he's still mm-hmm. preaching about, you know, everything that he believes. And, um, and he's preaching the Bible. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, hey, what happened to me can happen to you. So we better fight back now. Yep. And and so this, 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 all of this stuff is coming down. But I believe, now they talk about woke, but I believe that we are awake mm-hmm. and that we're seeing it. And, you know, of course, I've been talking about it for two years, right? But I mm-hmm. also believe that the Lord is using this as a time of transfer mm-hmm. and a time of distinction. And he's making a distinction. Between the the ten virgins, brother, do you got any mm-hmm. oil or not? Mm-hmm. And it, oh, give me some of your oil. No, go get your own oil. Read your own Bible. Read your own Bible. Pray yourself, you lazy thing. Come on, get up and fight yourself. Isn't that? that I love that, Doug. Isn't that though what we've been taught, literally from, from Christendom? And, and I'm just I'm blanket yes generalizations, uh, and yet for years. If you had that story today, the ten virgins, the the the, the five that wouldn't share would be ridiculed. Why are you so mean? Why aren't you sharing what you got? You're rich. No, they were they were wise to preserve their oil for the when the the master was coming. Right. So think about that. What a great lesson. And right now, it, it's just uh, going back to the truth. There's a blessing there in being uh, prepared, anticipating, and uh, getting yourself ready, right? Uh, wait, saving your oil. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, we are heading for an economic disaster. You know, so so Joe Biden was on Jimmy Kimmel Thursday night hmm. and bragging about his economy. I'm like, okay, are you out? Of, so these guys, how can you tell when Joe Biden's lying, brother? Well, his lips are moving or his <laughs> telepropter is moving. I'm not sure. So, yeah, yeah, his lips are moving. And um, 
you know, I mean, it's just it's painful to watch the guy. Mm-hmm. And um, and we know, we, you know, we know the election was stolen and all this stuff and that, you know, the most secure election of all time and all this, you know, all these lies. Right. Just lies, lies, lies. And, you know, Jesus, had, he said that, you know, when the devil lies, he's speaking his native tongue. You know, mm-hmm. he's the father of lies. And um, and then that this accuser of the brethren, you know, mm-hmm. this like you, you're you were a slave owner. Yeah, we haven't had slavery for like 160 some years. Um, never owned a slave is America racist. You know, I love this video. Someone sent me this video. This black guy was at a, uh, a school board meeting and he says, I'm not oppressed. I travel all over the country. I stay where I want. People are nice to me. Mm-hmm. I eat where I want. I go where I want. I'm not having I'm, my children are not oppressed. I said, the only ones that are oppressing them is themselves when they're lazy and they don't work hard or they don't do their best. And that's oppressive. But, uh, you know, this is, um, you know, this is a bunch of, <clears throat> excuse me, brother, this is a bunch of lies. And mm-hmm. we've got to push back and um, let these people know that we're not going to be intimidated and we're not going to be shut down by by name calling. You know, when they call you a racist, you t- call them fat. It's mm-hmm. the same thing, right? Even if they're skinny. Well, you're fat. You're ugly. You know, you're weird looking. You got weird eyes. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's like we're going to call names. Let's call names, you know. You stink, right? right? You smell funny. Uh, it's the same thing, brother. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, they're just calling names because they want to, uh, you know, turn the argument a different direction. They have nothing, brother. They have we, no we argument. started the program exactly. yeah. with this and we're back to it. What are they going to run on? $10 a gallon gas? Right. What are they going to run on? You know, this huge caravan was it like 12,000 people heading for the border going to hit the mm-hmm. border any day now. Um, what are they going to do? This is an invasion. You know, we should yes. have the National Guard at the border. We should have, you know, barbed wire and razor wire and physical barriers and stay out. We don't, you know, sorry, America's closed. We're full. Done. When we all, we've talked before, we're the most generous nation in the world. A million legal immigrants allowed a year, every single year. This year, over two million that we know of illegal immigrants have come across the border. Um, but it's coming from all nations. All nations, not not Mexico, not Nicaragua, not not Venezuela. This is coming from all nations: China, Russia, Ukraine, coming through the southern border, paying absorbent amount of monies to be coyoted in, sex trafficking, massive massive amounts of fentanyl coming across the borders, enough fentanyl to kill every single American in in, in America. Just amazing to me how much volume is, and it's this administration. This is their intent you know to overwhelm and and this busing this planing this grabbing these these uh, groups of illegal aliens and bringing them into places like our red um, florida texas um the flyover states if you will iowa indiana whatever uh and dropping them off in these communities that's that's intentional to change those that that may have an opposing opinion uh, this is an invasion brother this is an invasion and and I've mentioned this before and people look at you kind of funny, but when they swear an oath to uphold the constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic, right? Well, we have enemies within, you know, domestic enemies within that want to destroy our very values. In fact, some of them have been elected, uh, or at least we think they've been elected anyway. They're holding elective office and it's time for us to use the, uh, the constitutional right we have 
and the option to vote them out of office, like you said, with the ballot versus the bullet, if you will. But it's time for to take back this nation. What's really important? And to your point earlier, it's going to cost us something. It, it costs every generation something to maintain liberty. As, it, we, as we allow it to be stripped away, the foundation to be chipped away, we've got to restore that. Nehemiah went back, had to restore the wall after the temple was built. There's, there's something very powerful in restoring, um, bringing back the glory, if you will, of the Lord on this land. And you know, obviously, Second uh, Chronicles uh, seven fourteen. We all know this, right? If my people who are, are are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, but turn from their wicked ways, right? I'll hear from heaven. Um, there's some of that. This nation's got to repent. This nation, as the Christians, got to get together. We got to turn away from our wicked ways. We got to reject those things that allowed the enemy to get to intrude into our education, into our politics, into our churches um, that want to lead us down these strange ways, if you will, these strange teachings that, uh, that feeds the flesh, not the spirit, and then restore, come back to the place where God's glorified, families are built, this nation once again can be prosperous, and it can happen. It can happen fairly quickly. Um, but we've got to deal with the brute instead of ignoring the, that we have a problem, ignoring that there are enemies within, ignoring that we've allowed this to happen on our watch. So it's time people of our age all and all the way down through the teens right now have an opportunity, a great opportunity to make this nation even greater. I have our latter days better than our former days. Um, but that's really up to us turning to God, don't you think, brother? Yeah. And um, so I just, you know, how many people do you think as a percentage of Washingtonians? So, so let's say, what do we got about almost 8 million mm-hmm. Washingtonians, correct? Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, how many of them do you think have ever read the Constitution of the state of Washington? Probably less than 1%. Yeah, less than one percent. I bet. So, so if you don't know what you got, you know, if you're not taking an inventory of your stuff, then you don't know what you got. You don't know what you possess, and that's when you get people like Jay Inslee who are able to, you know, enforce things because they just assume. You know, you you talk about this all the time about how sometimes we put our value system on other people, and that's not true. Their the value system they have isn't isn't the same as us, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, if you don't mind, brother, I just want to read Article 1 of the Washington State Constitution because I think people need to know what they got. And it starts off, the preamble says, we the people of the state of Washington, grateful to the supreme ruler of the universe for our liberties, do ordain this constitution. When they mentioned the supreme ruler of the universe, they were not talking about the president. They weren't talking, you know, they're talking about God, brother. Yes. They weren't talking All about right. Jay Inslee? Our, Come on. Yeah. yeah. Article one is our declaration of rights section one, political power. All political power is inherent in the people and governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed and are established to protect and maintain individual rights. That's why they exist, right? That's according Mm -hmm. to the Washington state constitution. The government doesn't exist to violate and regulate and deprive you of your individual rights. They are there to protect 
them. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have a huge problem when they put all these restrictions that, you know, Washington used to be one of the most um, open states when it came comes to the second amendment to firearms and things like that. Right. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. now they're cramp clamping down on this stuff. Anyway. Uh, There's a very big pioneer spirit in Washington state. We have a yeah. history of being pioneers, right? Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Section two, supreme law of the land. The constitution of the United States is a supreme law of the land. So I would recommend everybody read the constitution. It's not that hard to read. You can read about 20 minutes, right? Including all the amendments. Mm-hmm. Uh, section three, personal rights. No person, including Marty, shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of mm. law is a mandate and a shutdown that takes away your small business brother is that um due process of law brother no it is no. not we know that's a, it's a uh, rhetorical question but it's not for those that are listening think about this for a second when you don't have any legislative involvement when you have an executive power dictate a mandate, right? That that has no power. That has no due process. No feedback from those you've elected to represent you. So well, ahead. I didn't have the liberty to move around. Mm-hmm. I didn't have them. They closed the parks. They closed the schools. They all this stuff. Okay, uh, obviously not constitutional. Number four, and this one's a big one to me, brother, because this is the one that I was punching back against real hard. Right of petition and assemblage. The right of petition and the people peaceably to assemble for the common good shall never be abridged. It sounds to me like you can't shut down our churches, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not allowed to do that. And, you know, God bless Cheon, right? Who, mm-hmm. who took that all the way to the Supreme court and got $1.43 million from the California government for shutting Anna and a precedent but see the the rights that we have are worth fighting for. And Cheon, yes. they were they were like finding every member of his church a thousand dollars a day or a thousand dollars an hour or something or a time whatever that they attend the church. So this um this thing has got it's never to be abridged ever. Freedom of speech, section five. Every person may Hold freely on. speak, write, and publish on all subjects, being yes. responsible for the abuse of that right. Yes. Okay. Two things there. First of all, it also, the, the freedom to assemble, um, think about that. When they put the fence up at Olympia, you mentioned already, they had no rights to do that. That's our public grounds owned by the public. We have the right to assemble there, the freedom to peaceably assemble and protest. And yet they blocked it off for months down there. Uh, well, exactly. but people, com- people complied. You know, you can't have your uh, you have to you can't put your PA down. That's a structure, which was a lie. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so we did it. You know, we pushed back. And and of course, they changed it because they don't want to arrest a bunch of, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, Trump supporters or whatever we're called deplorables. Uh, Ultra magas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're you know, we wear that with 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 pride. Mm -hmm. And and uh, we, we wear that with, you know, that we love freedom and we want our kids to be free. And we don't want our kids indoctrinated and we want to have control over our schools and mm. all these different things. So there's a lot of reasons for us to assemble for the common good. Okay. And we've got to not ever, ever, ever for any reason. See fear. That's what they, that's how they control you. Oh, you're going to get COVID. You're going to get mm. this, that. So my daughter just got back from a trip to California <laughs> and she's got COVID brother and she's miserable. She didn't get she's not, box, man. She's not going to die. She's going to get over it. Right. But, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't wish it on anybody. Right. But I don't like the right. flu either. I don't like, right. you know, I don't like anything. 
right? No, none of that and, stuff. But we don't, we don't live our life in fear, you know? And the Bible says if we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. If the Bible says you can get pray for the elders and known for the problem is we don't believe the Bible anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to, mm -hmm. we're another doctor or whatever. I'm not saying the doctors aren't good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying right. that, you know, why don't we have a little bit of faith? And why don't we not give these crazy leftist communist idiots power over us? No, the answer is no. We're going with the law. See, the, what, why does the Constitution, why does this Declaration of Rights exist in the Washington State Constitution to protect us from the tyranny of the minority and the right. tyranny of the majority? Majority, right? exactly right. So, Doug, tell me this. Um, for, you've married, read the freedom of speech, basically, that we free, uh, all speech is free. Um, I thought it was just the speech you didn't that you liked, not the speech you disagree. You don't with. need to protect the, the popular speech, right? <laughs> you protect unpopular, you know, and this idea that, well, that we call this hate speech and we'll have hate speech laws and things like that. But they don't apply that. Right. right. So there's this this uh, kid in California mows this mom down with a stolen vehicle and he gets like three months of diversion. Right. That's like attempted murder. That right. should be a hate crime because it was based on the color of her skin. And his skin and all this stuff. So this is not, you know, they they uh, apply their little their little side rules, anyhow they want. And mm -hmm. so we've got to elect Republicans, and we got to make sure they're good ones. We got mm -hmm. we got the primary coming up August second. Elect a good Republican. Let's kick the let's kick the Jamie Butlers. Let's kick the Dan Newhouses out. Let's get in some people that that believe what I'm reading right now. Uh, the next one, section six is oh, one more thing before you go to the next one. I want to hear the next one. Um, expand on that a little bit. Uh, as we talk a lot about about conservatives, about Republicans, about not um, good Republicans. What is that? What does that mean more so than just good for our? It our means listeners? you got to investigate. Yes. And you know, if you got three, four people, that's three, three Republicans running in my race in the ninth district over here. Mm -hmm. And check them out. Check us out. What am I saying and what have I done? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when I talk about helping the homeless or whatever, hey, I'm out there on the street almost every week, brother. Right. Feeding the homeless. I'm figuring this thing out. I'm out there talking to people and doing it. So what are my opponents doing? Frankly, I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not interested. I'm just trying to get elected myself. But um, but check it out. And if they're better than me, vote for them. Mm -hmm. Right. And let's send them to Congress. But, you know, this thing of, of you got to be a lawyer. I mean, give me a mm -hmm. break. We don't need any more lawyers in Congress, man. We need some we need some like military well, if you're going to represent the population that's literally what representation is is do you represent the district you live in right and so if you live in a district that is heavy in agriculture you need someone that has experience there you would think that would make sense it doesn't like to your point a lawyer may be fine for certain sectors but not all certain you need people with varied experience that to, to weigh in on a myriad of different laws and legislation, and most of them's not needed. Uh, what can we get rid of, right? Regulations and rules and whatever, but someone with real world experience really matters, brother. Whether it be military experience, agricultural experience, engineering experience, teaching experience, marketing or media experience in your case. You know, those are all something that you need uh, as a mix because we're all different, right? So you need people that have differing varying skills and backgrounds. But it's called teamwork, what, brother. Yeah, but the, the key, though, to your point is, do they have the character? Do they have the conviction? Can we trust them to vote in a way that first honors God? Second, will follow the Constitution and defend what they're supposed to do, our God-given rights. If they'll do those things, then the next step is, what, what, what have they done? 
and what they believe in. What, what What's their goals, so to speak, right? Yeah, and uh, who are they for and who are they against? So for example, yeah. our good friend Robert Sutherland is mm-hmm. running for re-election. He's being primaried uh, mm-hmm. by a, a Snohomish County councilman. And uh, why are they attacking him, right? The, the, uh, he has a proven track record of fighting for freedom of speech, for fighting for all these rights that we just uh, – we're in the middle of enumerating. Mm-hmm. And – um, and then you could say, OK, well, who's attacking him and why? You know, right. so if the right. leadership of the Republican Party in Olympia is attacking him, then maybe it's time for a change of leadership in Olympia. Right. Uh-huh. Because you can you know, what is what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? A tree is known by. Go ahead. It's fruit. Yes, that's right. If that's it's right. bitter, ugly, nasty, mm-hmm. rotten fruit, it's not a good tree. Get mm-hmm. rid of it. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? Right. Right. So anyway, so we've had, so we've got to, we, you know, this uninformed, well, Hey, at least I vote. Yeah. But do you vote, you know, and then brother, the other side is so good at being nice. They're just mm-hmm. nice people. Mm-hmm. We're nice. We love you. We, you know, we have you know, like Justin Trudeau, we have nice hair. We look good. We're nice. But what is their voting record? Right. Did they vote to raise your gas tax and raise your gas mm-hmm. tax and raise your property tax and raise your gas tax and raise their salary and all this kind of Sexualize stuff? Right? Your children, put uh, Planned Parenthood in your middle schools, not tell your parents. And there's on and on and on again. If they pass things, legislation behind closed doors, they um, uh, pass legislation so you can't investigate elections, which are we've had Robert Sutherland, the representative on our show before. And he's taken up the mantle to fight for election integrity. There's been several different people that have taken on some, knowing that if we don't have fair and, and transparent elections, we don't have uh, a freedom. We don't have the representative stuff. And that's the reason, brother, uh, that he's outspoken about that issue. And if they're attacking him for that, or they're attacking uh, your friend Tambourine, our t- friend Tambourine as well, for the same reasons, um, when we're told prior to what was it 2020 um that nothing to see here perfect election right uh kim wyman when she was there as well if they're afraid and will turn around and attack their own their own elected republicans because they ask questions or shed a light on transparency then it makes you wonder like you said it's time to replace the leadership um because this should be the rallying call of all of us it doesn't have to be weird it says no uh, the the American people, the people of Washington State, uh, not only need, they should deserve transparency. We should do everything we can in our power to make sure they feel confident that their vote counts. What do you think, brother? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, election integrity is like, that's the thing. That's the deal. And anybody that fights against open and transparent and uh, publicly verifiable elections is um, – they're not the friend of our democratic Republic brother. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. me keep moving on here. Number Dave. six is a kind of an interesting one. Oaths mode of administering the mode of administering an oath or affirmation shall be such as may be most consistent with and binding upon the conscience of the person to whom such oath or affirmation may be administered. So that's just saying, you know, Hey, if you're, you know, if you're, oh, well, however you make a promise, if we give you an oath and that mostly messes with your conscience, because ultimately it becomes down to, you know, do you keep your promise or not? You know, mm-hmm. an oath is a promise, right? Right. So that's, that's an interesting one. Section seven, invasion of private affairs or home prohibited. No person shall be disturbed in his private affairs or his home invaded 
without authority of law. That means they shouldn't be able to track your phone, brother. They shouldn't mm -hmm. be able to know where you go and what you do and who you talk to. That is surveillance state stuff. And uh, we've got to, you know, when they, you know, when you look on your phone, you can look on your, your, uh, your smartphone, brother, and you can see what permissions you have given. Mm -hmm. And if they want to track you and they want to look at your contacts and things like that, you can just delete that app. Just delete it. Nope. No more. Not doing mm -hmm. it. And also you can go back in and turn off permissions on your smartphone. So I would recommend all of our listeners, you go in and look and see what they want. Cause a lot of times it's just like, I want this. I want this. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And then get it on right. my phone. And I got this cool thing that I like. And I get that I've done that, but I've also gone back and go, Oh, wait a minute. They want my contacts. They want all this stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. No. And I get rid of those. Get rid of it. It's not worth it. It's like Disney Plus, right? They want to sexualize our kids. They want to turn our kids into, into transvestites and gays and all this kind of stuff. No. I was actually in a meeting with one of my clients last week, and he had brought in his office manager. This dude is a Muslim. And we started talking about Disney Plus. And he goes, I was thinking about getting Disney Plus for my kids. And we said, they want, no. they are promoting homosexuality. They are, he goes, well, that's it. I'm not getting it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting the word out, we don't want Disney plus on our phones. We don't want it on our smart TVs. We don't want it on our Roku. No. And, and uh, you know, Disney, Disney used to be good and they could be good again, but you know what? No star Wars for me. No Marvel for me and no mm -hmm. Disney for me. That's tough brother. Cause I always like star Wars. I always liked Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I'm just tired of watching guys kiss guys, girls kiss girls. I'm just tired of this whole thing. I'm done. Uh, you know what? That's offensive. I don't yes. like it. I'm not subjecting myself or my children to it. And I don't care if Captain, if uh, uh, whatever, Dr. Strange has a new movie out. I ain't going to it. Right. right? They're pushing right. this big Dr. Strange. Nope. You know what I did go see? I went and saw Top Gun, brother. Yeah, I went and saw Top Gun Maverick. And even though Tom Cruise is getting a little old and he left the turn signal on on the F-18 through most of the movie, I uh, still thought it was a pretty good flick. Uh, but it had a happy ending. What, whatever happened to happy endings, brother? Right. Well, I will say this, brother. I saw Top Gun last week when it, uh, right before it came, or came out. Uh, I absolutely loved the movie, not only for the nostalgia, but that was really well done. Very pro-America, fun. Like you said, a happy ending. And then last night, I actually went to the movie and saw um, Jurassic World, right? Um, and also a happy ending. Uh, you know, I won't spoil it for everybody, but it was like, okay, uh, I like Top Gun better. But I enjoyed it because it was it was a, a blending of all of the Jurassic um, stories together. And uh, I thought it was interesting. So Doug and Marty movie reviews. That's right. Only on Doug and Marty. <laughs> I, I think that honestly, people will enjoy it. It will make lots of money, but it's, it's uh, lots of action, which is so is Top Gun. Um, but I think you'll enjoy that as well. It wasn't too deep, if you will, as far as the character development. It didn't need to be, um, but it was still pretty good. Uh, but I want to go back to that last one you read about, you know, they can't. The invasion of. Yes. Our private affairs are our home. So hey. in 2018, um, 20, no, 2017, 2017, um, the Washington State Legislature um, tried to pass a bill called the Welcome to Washington Baby Act. Um, Karen Larson, a friend of ours, um, led a group that against that and showed up in mass. Literally hundreds and hundreds of parents showed up and said, no, we don't want this. 
Um, they tabled it. They, they paused it. They pulled it back. They bought it back the next legislative session and tried it again. And, and they showed up in mass again, tried to put a stop to this. And so local jurisdictions passed up, uh, started passing um, committees and research and, and things looking like this. Pierce County passed something like a birth 24 committee or whatever. Um, so watch your, your local communities, but they, they don't pause these very long. They find a different way to get them through. And what this was, the legislation that was trying to be passed and that will be brought back just a matter of time when we're not looking, this Welcome to Washington Baby Act was the idea that every person who is born in the state of Washington, a social worker uh, would come to your door to do a baby wellness check on your baby, to investigate your home, to take a look and see if there's any dangerous elements like guns or Bibles or whatever, and report back to the government with the authority to remove your baby from your home if they that they deemed it unsafe. That right there is an invasion of your property, of your life, of your children. And their, their idea was that they don't get them until they get entered the public education. So they wanted to start mandating the same policies, the same teachings um, for birth to 24, that their goal there is, is the indoctrination. So right there, it's like Orwell's 1984, Doug. But this is actual legislation that the left has been trying to run here in Washington state that contradicts, literally flies in the face, just eradicates that provision in the Constitution. What do you think? And and the problem now, right now, brother, is that mm-hmm. we have a Supreme Court dominated by Democrats who will just say, oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, fortunately, in the very what is it, the second um, section two, the Constitution, of the United States Supreme Law of the Land, and it has many of the same, um, you know, that we're secure in our property and all these different things. So we can go to a federal level, but of course our federal government is dominated. Thank God for Donald Trump's three Supreme court picks. Right. But Mm -hmm. you know, these things are, um, these things are hanging by a thread. Let me just uh, rapidly uh, finish this up as Mm -hmm. we're uh, kind of drawing to a close here. Um, uh, section eight, irrevocable privilege, franchise, or immunity is prohibited. No law granting irrevocable, uh, irrevocably any privilege, franchise, or immunity shall be passed by the legislature. In other words, people cannot be immune from prosecution and things like that, or they can't get this certain bonus from the government forever Mm -hmm. and that type of thing. So, um, that's, you know, that's just like anti-corruption, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet we're seeing this with all of these prosecution uh situations right so that's why we had this big recall san francisco right the guy would not prosecute the 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 criminals right right? and so we have this george soros prosecutors all over the place that's why ann davis sattler won in seattle um it looks like they're gonna recall the prosecutor in los angeles people are done but this Mm -hmm. takes action people had to sign the petition then they had to vote and they had to vote overwhelmingly because California's voter system is also corrupt. And so even though they recall this guy 60-40, it was probably like 80-20 because mm-hmm. of the cheating, right? And so we have to overwhelm them. We have to – everybody needs this idea. Well, my vote doesn't count or they cheat. Then they've already won if you mm-hmm. don't vote. So we all vote. Now, the secret here I've heard – this is my what I've heard – you uh, wait to the last day and you deliver the vote in person. You don't send it through the mail. You go down to the auditor. You deliver your ballot in person. You double check all the time to make sure nobody else has voted your ballot. Mm-hmm. And then they don't know how many votes they need to manufacture to cheat, right? So we wait to the last day. 
And yeah, we've got to change this. So I'm, you know, go tambourine Borelli. Um, so this uh, next one, section nine, rights of accused person. No person shall be compelled in any criminal case to give evidence against himself or be twice put in jeopardy for the same offense. You don't have to talk. If they arrest you and they accuse you of being a Christian, let the evidence speak for itself. You don't have to talk, brother. Um, Section 10, administration of justice. Justice in all cases shall be administered openly and without unnecessary delay. No star chamber, no Mm -hmm. secret court, Mm -hmm. court in public, uh, justice done in public. Uh, people don't go to court. They don't watch. But, you know, we need to start to show up. They had a big uh, hearing in Franklin County over the uh, the motion. Uh, you know, Perkins Coie inserted itself in this. We see mm-hmm. lawsuits and stuff like that. But they got a good judge. And then they they put a judge pro tem. They tried to do this like real fast thing. I mean, probably 100 of us showed up on the on the uh, Zoom call or whatever it was and uh, said, nope. Nope, nope. We want an actual judge. We don't want a pro tem judge and stuff like that. So don't let them railroad us, right? Public trial, mm-hmm. show up, let your voice be heard. Um, but let's make sure it's just. Now, this idea of intimidating Supreme Court justices, that is illegal. So we don't do that. We're not trying to like force people to make an unjust decision by our fit throwing, mm-hmm. but we are. Uh, we want to make sure that justice is done. It's public. It's open. And I think that's great. The last section is section 11, religious freedom, absolute freedom of conscience in all matters of religious sentiment, belief, and worship shall be guaranteed to every individual and no one shall be molested or disturbed in person or property on account of religion. But the liberty of conscience hereby secured shall not be so construed as to excuse acts of licentiousness or justify practices inconsistent with the peace and safety of the state. No public money or property shall be appropriated for or applied to any religious worship, exercise, or instruction, or the support of any religious establishment, provided, however, that this article shall not be so construed as to forbid the employment by the state of a chaplain for such of the state custodial, correctional, and mental institutions, or by a county's or public's hospitals, district's hospital, health care facility, or hospice, as in the discretion of the legislature may seem justified. Hmm, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. No religious qualification shall be required for any public office or employment, nor shall any person be incompetent as a witness or juror in consequence of his opinion on matters of religion, nor be questioned in any court of justice touching his religious belief to affect the weight of his testimony. So this is, um, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of words. Mm-hmm. But basically it says you, you believe what you want, you, you live how you want, and they can't disqualify you for being a Christian. They can't disqualify you from a job. They can't qual- disqualify you as a witness or a juror. And But yet at the same time, this religious freedom does not apply to licentiousness, brother. Do you know what licentiousness is, brother? What's that, they, brother? They used to call it like homosexuality and ah. some other stuff, brother. But, uh, you know, perversion. Yes. Things like that. But now we're like, oh, no, that's a right. You know, the witches have the right to, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, it was it was always meant. To be a, a Christian nation, John mm-hmm. Adams said the Constitution of the United States is is only fit to govern a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate. That's right. For the administration of anyone else. And that's true because we expect people to be good. Right. To do to try to do good. And then when you get the criminal element, then we deal with that. Right. Right. But if everybody's a criminal, if everybody's corrupt, 
And that's what they're trying to do with our kids. This is the kind of stuff that you were talking about earlier, right? Try to indoctrinate, corrupt our kids. Mm-hmm. And then, then the Constitution becomes inadequate to govern us. And that's, right. that's a bad thing. When everybody's corrupt, then nobody's good, right? The, the idea here is it, it's if you don't enforce um, and, and stop criminal behavior, then everybody's like, well, what's, what's, why wouldn't I do that, right? Um, the idea with the, the moral people is we have this internal guide where we follow God, our own God, if you will, um, to, be, to be peaceful, right? To love our neighbor. But when you don't have that, you have tyranny, you have anarchy, you have chaos, and we're seeing that right now in our nation. So, they, don't, yeah. they don't even talk about the golden rule anymore. Yep. The Ten Commandments have been, have been removed. But there is a, you know, uh, a movement, Million Voices and Rick Green and all these guys are, are having a movement to put the Ten Commandments back in school. Thou shalt mm-hmm. not steal, thou shalt not murder. You know, There right. are some right and wrongs. We need to do that. Wow, that show went really fast. This is uh, Doug and Marty versus the world. You can go to DougAndMarty.com. What a great website, by the way. Uh, and hear past episodes. Check out our podcast on all the great podcasting platforms like Anchor, iTunes. You can even tell your smartphone, hey, Alexa, play Doug and Marty versus the world. And she'll do it. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Take care. God bless. We'll talk to you next week. God bless.